I want to talk about a simple title topic. Your first and your highest calling. So I want us to read in Mark chapter 3 verse 14. And the Lord will help us. The Bible says then he appointed twelve that they might be with him and that he might send them out to preach. Hallelujah. Amen. The Bible says he appointed twelve that first of all they might be with him and secondly that he might send them to preach. So the first thing was that they might be with Christ and then they can go to the nations and preach. So when we talk about our first and highest calling is that first of all we are called to be with Christ. We are called into a relationship with Christ. Before we are sent to the nations, our first calling is a relationship with Christ. Hallelujah. Amen. It's a relationship with Christ. And then to serve Christ. So a relationship with Christ goes before ministry for Christ. Relationship with Christ precedes ministry for Christ. We are called to Christ first and then sent to the nations. So Christ is our first and our highest calling. Hallelujah. Amen. Let's jump over to John chapter 15. Verse 15. As we build up our story. The Bible says. No longer do I call you servants. For a servant does not know what his master is doing. But I have called you friends. For all things that I heard from my father. I have made known to you. Hallelujah. Amen. Christ says to his disciples. He says, I don't, I don't call you servants anymore. But I'm calling you friends. So Christ has prized friendship. Yes, elevated friendship. He says, I don't only want you to serve me. But I want you to be my friend. So Christ has given us friendship. But we have given him servanthood in return. Christ says, I want to be your friend. Because relationship is what, what comes first. Servanthood comes second. Hallelujah. 
Relationship with Christ is our first and our highest calling. Christ wants us to be friends. And friends spend time together. Friends fellowship together. Friends hang out together. Christ says, whatever I heard from my father, I have shared with you. That's why he says, I no longer call you servants. Because servants, they don't know the master's business. But friends share everything. Friends don't hide things from each other. Above all, friends spend time together. And Christ wants us to spend time with him. He wants us to fellowship with him in the word. Fellowship with him in prayer. Before we even come to serve him. So that when we serve him, we serve him out of a relationship. Hallelujah. Amen. Luke chapter 10. We'll read verse 1. And then we jump to verse 14. And this will be our key text as well. Then he said to his disciples. Atoma Hallelujah. Amen. Let me read it in English as well. After these things, the Lord appointed 70 others also and sent them two by two before his face into every city and place where he himself was about to go. Verse 17. Then the 70 returned with joy, saying, Lord, even the demons are subject to us in your name. And he said to them, I saw Satan fall like lightning from heaven. Behold, I give you authority to trample on serpents and scorpions and over all the power of the enemy, and nothing shall by any means hurt you. Nevertheless, do not rejoice in this, that the spirits are subject to you, but rather rejoice because your names are written in heaven. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. In this piece of scripture, Christ had sent the, the 70 to go and preach in every place that he himself was about to go to. So I want us to look at this. That it is Christ who sent them to go and minister, to go and serve. And in verse 17, they come with this report. They say, Christ, 
and they were very joyful. They say even the demons are subject to us. And Christ says to them, he says, yes, I've given you power. I've given you authority to trample over serpents and scorpions and over all the power of the enemy. And he says, and nothing shall hurt you. But then he makes this very important statement. He says, nevertheless, do not rejoice that demons are subject to you. Do not rejoice that you have served well, that you have ministered well, but rejoice in this, that your names are written in the book of life. Your names are written in, 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 in heaven. Hallelujah. Amen. So Christ was saying to them, your first and highest calling is a relationship with me. Is that your name must be written in heaven. Your first and highest calling is not that you must serve well. That is secondary. Casting out demons. Preaching. Serving. In every kind of ministry. That is secondary. The most important thing is that your names are written in heaven. Hallelujah. Amen. And I want us to, to catch on this. In the in, in Revelation chapter 20 verse, verse, verse 15. Where it talks about the books that were opened in heaven. Revelation chapter 20 verse 11 to 15. Then I saw a great white throne and him who sat on it from whose face the earth and heaven fled away and there was found no place for them. And I saw the dead small and great standing before God and books were opened. And another book was opened, which is the book of life. And the dead were judged according to their works by the things which were written in the books. The sea gave up the dead who were in it and death and hate delivered up the dead who were in them. And they were judged each one according to his works. Then death and hate were cast into the lake of fire. This is the second death. And anyone not found in the book of life was cast into the lake of fire. Hallelujah. Amen. This is the vision that John saw. Which is captured throughout the book of Revelation. He says, then he saw the throne. And him who sat on the throne. He says, he saw the dead standing before the throne. And he says, book. 
books were opened. Hallelujah. Amen. And the dead were judged according to the books. And says according to the works that they had done. And then he says but there was also another book. Which was called the book of life. So it means the works were captured in the books. When you read Revelation 14 verse 13, it says, Blessed are the dead who die in Christ. They will rest from their labors and their works will follow them. So this is what John is referring to as well. That when the dead stood before the throne, the books were opened that captured the works. Hallelujah. Amen. So as we go back to Luke chapter 10, when Christ sent out the disciples to go and serve and do the works, those works were captured in the books. And when they will stand before the Father, the books would be opened and they will be judged according to the works. So as we serve God, the books are opened in heaven and the scribes are writing in the books and that is captured in the books. Hallelujah. Amen. And John continues to say, he says, then these books were closed and then another book was opened and this book had a name. It was called the book of life. And it says whoever was not found in the book of life. They were thrown into the lake of fire. So you might have done the good works. You might have served well. But when the book of life is open. If your name is not written in there. You will be thrown in the lake of fire. That's why Christ said in Luke 10. Do not rejoice that the demons are fleeing away from you. Do not rejoice that the sick are healed. Do not rejoice that you are serving well. But rather rejoice in this that your names are written in the book of life. That is what is going to save you from the lake of fire. When your names are written in the book of life. That is our first and our highest calling. Hallelujah. Amen. Matthew chapter 7. Matthew chapter 7. Verse 21 to 24. The Bible says. It's a very interesting story. Christ says, Not everyone who says to me, Lord, Lord, shall enter the kingdom of heaven, but he who does the will of my Father in heaven. Many will say to me in that day, Lord, Lord, have we not prophesied in your name, cast out demons in your name, and done many wonders in your name? And then I will declare to them, I never knew you. Depart from me, you who practice lawlessness. Therefore, whoever hears these sayings of mine and does them, I will liken him to a wise man 
who build his wo- his house on the rock. Ga se mongwe le mongwe yo nthang are morena morena yo tlatsana mo pusong ya magodimo. Go tlatsana fela yo dirang thato ya gare yo kwa magodimong. Ba bantsi ba ba bantsi ba tla nthaya ya ka letsa silo ba re morena morena. A gare ya ke ra rera le fokola la modimo ka lina la gago. Ra ba ralele ka mitimone ka lina la gago. Ra ba ra dire ditiro tse dikgolo ka lina la gago. Fao ke tla ba ra ya ke re ga ke ise nke ke Luitsi. Tlogang fa go nna lona ba dira tshia mololo. Jano mongwe le mongwe yo utlwa mafoko ao ame a ba dirisa o tla tshwana le o tla o tla tshwana le monna yo o tlhoko yo wa gile ntlo ya gagwe mo lefikeng hallelujah amen i believe this is the saddest thing that can ever happen that we serve Christ well we prophesy in his name we cast out devils in his name we preach in his name we heal the sick in his name and when we stand before him and what we get is i never knew you i believe that is the saddest thing that's why we need to return to the first and highest calling our first and highest calling it's our, it's our relationship with Christ we must serve him out of a relationship he says I never knew you I, I was never intimately acquainted with you when, when we fellowship with him that's when he begin to know us that, that refers to fellowship and relationship. Hallelujah. Amen. I want to read you something that I wrote here. A broken relationship with Jesus is a breeding ground for a life of lawlessness and iniquity. When our relationship with Christ is broken, we are on dangerous ground. We are at our weakest. When our relationship with Christ is broken, Hallelujah. Amen. Christ demands a relationship. He does, not, he does not only want us to serve him. He wants us to have a relationship with him. That's why Christ says, He says, you will know them by the fruit of their lives. But we want to know people by the giftings upon their lives. See, Tamiso preached a wonderful sermon a year ago where he talked about the gifts of God are without repentance. So when God has gifted you he will not take those gifts back. But a relationship with Christ it is very important because your name can be written and your name can be removed. But your gift, God will never take it back. That's why Christ says, you will know them by the fruit. Hallelujah. Amen. And this preaching is not to discourage you. Not to pursue the gifts of God. But it's to help you to prioritize a relationship with Christ. Above serving Christ. Hallelujah. Amen. That is our first and our highest calling. And I want us to see how, how Paul 
saved Christ. In the book of 1 Corinthians chapter 9 verse 27. And we can learn from one of our of the great apostles. 1 Corinthians 9:27 the Bible says, But I discipline my body and bring it into subjection, lest when I have preached to others, I myself should become disqualified. Hallelujah. Amen. Paul understood this importance that we should discipline even our bodies so that we don't get disqualified. As we said, your gifting can can never be taken away from you. But when your relationship with Christ is broken, you can be disqualified. Therefore, you will stand before Christ and say, but Christ, I preached well. But Christ will say, I never knew you. Because your name would have been removed. Because you would have been disqualified. And Paul says, as he encourages us, he says, I discipline myself so that after I have preached to many, you must remember it is Christ who sent him to preach. But he says, after I've preached to many, then I myself get disqualified. That will be a shame, saints. When we stand before Christ, and he says, I never knew you. I was never intimately acquainted with you. Hallelujah. Amen. Let's go back to Luke chapter 10. We'll read verse 38 to 42. It is the story of the two sisters. Mary and Martha. Verse 38. Now it happened as they went that he entered a certain village And a certain woman named Martha welcomed him into her house. And she had a sister called Mary, who also sat at Jesus' feet and heard his word. But Martha was distracted with much serving. And she approached him and said, Lord, do you not care that my sister has left me to serve alone? Therefore tell her to help me. And Jesus answered and said to her, Martha, Martha, you are worried and troubled about many things, but one thing is needed, and Mary has chosen that good part, which will not be taken away from her. Yarabanza bata maya atana momota ne mungwe. Memo sadi mungwe yoli na lakakwa ile mareta amotsola la montru nyakakwe. Abo ana le mona weyo bidua marea. Ena one anna fadi na onza morena. Are ditele foko la gagwe. Maretha ena abo a khoreletsegile thata ka go direla go le gogolo. Aba atla are morena. A ga o re sepefanna ke antlogetse ke dira ke le nosi. Morae janong anthuse. Ne morena a mo araba are. Maretha maretha, o itshonya ka tsa dintsi, o bila o itlhokisa boiketlo. Mese se batlegang ke selo ke sele sengwe fela. Faile Maria, o itlhaoletse kabelo e molemo, e se kitlang itlosiwa mo go ene. 
Hallelujah. Amen. This is an interesting story about the two sisters. They welcome Christ into their house. And, and Martha began to, to save Christ. Uh, and, and I want to say right in the beginning that she was doing something that is acceptable to do. That when you have a guest, you must serve your guest. So she was being hospitable. And there was a need to serve. But here is the thing. When Mary sat at the feet of Christ. And the Bible says she was listening to the word. So it, it was a time of fellowship. And Martha wanted to serve at the time of fellowship. And what is important is fellowship with Christ. And serving comes secondary. And when you serve at the time of fellowship, the Bible says you are distracted with much saving. Because fellowship with Christ is the important thing. It's the foundation. It's the principal thing. Hallelujah. Amen. That is what Mary chose. And Christ says to Martha that Mary chose what is good. So Fellowship with Christ is better than saving. That is the most important thing. And Christ says something that, that is very important. He says what Mary has chosen. That will never be taken away from him. But saving that can be taken away from you. Christ could have appointed another person to save. And placed Martha in the ministry of saving. In the same way, in, even in the life of the church, we can appoint you to serve as an usher. And we can remove you from serving as an usher. That can be taken away from you. We can appoint you to preach. And we can replace you. We can appoint you to sing here in the music team. And we can and replace you. But your relationship with Christ that can never be taken away from you. Because it is Christ who writes in the book of life. It is him who removes. That cannot be taken away from you. That is the first and the highest calling. That you should spend time with Christ. That you have a strong relationship with Christ. That you should know Christ, he should know you. That you should be both intimately acquainted with one another. That is our first and our highest calling. And when we serve him, we serve him out of a good relationship. Hallelujah. Amen. We don't only serve him because we are gifted. Even though it is him who gifts us. Because the Bible says the Holy Spirit gives, gives us gifts, several gifts as he wishes. But our first and our highest calling. What is of utmost importance is our relationship with God. 
Hallelujah. Amen. In Mark chapter 1, verse 32 to 38, we see how Christ saved God. How Christ did this thing. And we can learn from him. Mark chapter 1 verse 32. At evening when the sun had set, they brought to him all who were sick and those who were demon possessed. And the whole city was gathered together at the door. Then he healed many who were sick with various diseases and cast out many demons. And he did not allow the demons to speak because they knew him. Now in the morning, having risen a long while before daylight, he went out and departed to a solitary place. And there he prayed. And Simon and those who were with him searched for him. When they found him, they said to him, Everyone is looking for you. But he said to them, let us go into the next towns that I may preach there also because for this purpose I have come forth. Yara khole maitsi khole maitsi bo wa letsatsi le phirima. Ba isa go yena botlhe ba balwalwane ba batsenyweng ke mitimone. Motse otlhe wa bo phuthegetse fa monjako. A fodisa ba bantsi ba balwalwane maletso a mifuta futa a kharameletsa mitimone e mintsintle. Me a se ka a letlelela mitimone go bua go nne ene e moitsi. Yara ka moso go sa le bosigo a tsoga. Hallelujah. Amen. So Christ had just had a wonderful ministry. He healed the sick. Cast out devils. The Bible says the whole city gathered at the door. And he ministered to them. Now the Bible says early in the morning. Just before daylight. He went out to pray. So Christ when he served God. He never neglected his relationship with God. He went out early in the morning. To spend time with God. He went out to fellowship with God. He went out to pray. Because he did not allow many to take over his relationship with God. So Christ did not pursue ministry at the expense of fellowship with God. Christ prized relationship with God above ministry. He had his priorities right. He was not distracted with much saving. Even when he served God, he didn't serve based on the demands of ministry. He served based on the instructions from God. And he could only get instructions from God 
because he spent time with God. When the disciples came to him, Jesus Christ, everyone is looking for you. People need to be ministered to. People need to be saved. The sick needs to be healed. Demons need to be cast out. The word needs to be preached. Christ did not just return and go and minister. He says we must go to the other towns as well. He was able to say that because he had just received instructions from the Father. Because he served out of a relationship with God. He was not distracted with too much serving. Because his priorities were right. His relationship with God was first. And he served out of a relationship with God. Hallelujah. Amen. Psalm 27. Verse 4. As we are going to close. David writes and says. One thing I have desired of the Lord. That will I seek. That I may dwell in the house of the Lord. All the days of my life. To behold the beauty of the Lord. And to inquire in his temple. So la sele sengwe ki si kupile moho morena. Seke si ele tanke hore. Seke si ele tanke hore. Ken na montu nya morena kame tayoti abu pelo joame. Leho voleba bunta jo morena. Leho akanya motempele nya hao. Hallelujah. Amen. David says one thing. That I want. Seke se batan. That I may dwell in the house of the Lord. Tor ken na montu nya morena. In Psalm 23, he says the same thing as well. He says, I shall dwell in the house of the Lord forever. In Psalm 27, he says, what I seek, one thing I seek, that I may may be in his presence, I may be in the house of the Lord, I may dwell there, inquire of him, spend time in the presence of the Lord. That was his first and highest calling. That's what he, he sought the most. Hallelujah. Amen. Let's stand on our feet.